Hey yo, welcome to the Why the World Needs You podcast. Never done that intro as a song before, but apparently that's where we're at today. So, I originally was doing this as a dual YouTube video and podcast recording. You'll hear me reference that a couple times throughout the pod here. But I ended up just turning it into a podcast for two reasons. One, because my phone crapped out on me while recording the video because it was full. Got to remember to check my phone for space now that I'm doing this long-form video stuff. But also because I realized that this longer-form, kind of drawn-out, winding way of things that I tend to do... Works a little bit better for audio and for something that you can kind of just like have on in the background or while you're doing something else as opposed to video where I want to keep that a bit more concise. I'm really shooting for my videos being between 10 and 15 minutes ideally and definitely under 20, which I had failed to do with this recording. My phone crept out of me at like 23 minutes and haven't done for the prior to videos I've recorded either. So that's all. You didn't even really need to know all that. Without further ado, let's jump into today's pod. Hello, friend. Thank you for joining me today. Again, at my kitchen table. I promise I'll be filming videos in other areas uh, recording. If you're listening on the pod, you can't see me, but I am sitting at my kitchen table. This is where I get the best lighting, so naturally, this is where I'm going to sit. Uh, Jesse's at a coffee shop right now. The dogs are laying down. Please stay that way. <laughs> and so that's I'm just trying to make use of what I can currently. Today, I'm going to be talking about working a job, building a business, having a side hustle, working many hustles. Doing what it takes to follow your dreams, your vision, your gifts, what you're meant for, all that good stuff in the context of doing that optimally, doing that to the best of your ability to keep the long-term goal and objective and integrity of that intact, but also to not starve, to be able to feed yourself, pay your bills, all those things. I'm going to be talking about this from my perspective. I do also have professional experience in this area as well, as this is one of the things that I've helped my clients with for the past couple of years now. Ironically, here I am in this situation, and so it's always different, right? It's always different when we are having to walk the walk or do the thing. So that's what I'm going to share on today, and before I jump into things here, A final note I wanted to make to you is that I would love to have your insight, your feedback, thoughts. Part of this new direction for me, or I should say this is a part of my new direction and like the way that I'm showing up and interacting with you is in a a more engaged conversational way as opposed to a monologue or unidirectional me speaking at you to you i'm excited for this to become more of a conversation so with that feel free to 
share, to reach out. Feel free to uh, message me on Instagram. Feel free to shoot me an email, ben at benfordscoaching.com, or simply leave a comment here on the video if you're watching on YouTube. I would be really curious to get your feedback. Of course, you need context to do that because context is always needed for these things. So let's dive into what that looks like. If you watched or listened to my last video slash podcast on where I'm at, what's going on, I've mentioned that I have been working for myself now for seven and a half years. I quit a corporate job two years in and I'm at the point where I might be looking for a job or I am looking for a job and I'm trying to figure out everything that I'm going to share here today, which is how to best balance this. So yeah, if you want the details on uh, why I'm doing that, why after being in business for myself for this long, am I potentially making this switch? Go, go listen to that podcast or watch that. The links will be below, respectively. So, now that you have that context, and this is where I am, I am currently trying to balance time, energy, and money, right? So, like, all these things are very important. The way that I see it is there are two major pieces to this puzzle, that being the long-term goal, vision, whatever it is you are excited about, or in this case, what I'll be talking about, I'm excited about. And there is the short-term situation, the short-term needs that need to be met, necessities, priorities, they're short-term and there's long-term. So for me, it's a, how do we balance this? How do we do this in the best way possible? How do we optimize this situation? How do we keep this long-term goal intact and be working towards it in integrity and also effectively so that it doesn't happen in you know 10 to 20 years as opposed to hopefully much sooner than that? But how do I simultaneously do that while balancing bringing in the income that I need to to sustain myself and my family, you know, my wife and my dogs, my fur babies. This is what's been kind of tricky recently because one of the conversations Jesse and I have had, and it has been tense at times, for me now, I don't feel like I have a marketable skill set. It's, you know, she's worked in corporate for 10 years. She's been working for herself for a year now, but she worked in corporate for a decade. She's been, you know, in social media, a social media manager, a community manager. And so she has this decades worth of expertise. I worked for two years in a corporate environment in uh, IT, essentially doing computer science based things. That's what I have a degree in. And it's so technical and things change so quickly. There's no way in hell that I could go back to that without a lot of effort, (laughs) without a lot of effort. So it's, it's, again, this is my experience of it. It's harder for me to go out and get a full-time job because I don't have, I don't have a resume, right? I don't have, so I've, again, if you don't 
know-it-all, if you're new here, to, to give some context, I've been life coaching, life slash business coaching now for going on three years. Prior to that, I was in the fitness world, so I was personal training, I did some online coaching. That, that's been what I've been doing for eight years now. So in that eight years, I've been running a business. I started a donut business within there as well. Shout out to my cousin Andrew and hashtag, uh, not hashtag, at Beacon Donuts on Instagram. Go check them out. They're saliva-worthy. Salivating? That sounded grosser than it should have. It was supposed to sound like and enticing. I can't find words apparently today. <laughs> I've done a lot of things. I've done a lot of things, but not something that, you know, just kind of like you can like nicely tie a bow on to be like, oh yeah, this is what I can go get a job in. So that's part of, one part of the puzzle is marketability. Second part of the puzzle for me, I am terrified of getting a full-time job. I talked about this a little bit in the the last video too, or the last podcast I did. There's a lot of fear there for me because working a full-time job felt horrible. It just felt like so out of alignment with who I was and just all the restrictions, you know, as somebody who deals with kind of like chronic health issues uh, and has just now, you know, my time has been under my control is still work uh, but I kind of get to choose what that looks like and when and how having that taken away from me feels really scary and I totally understand the privilege there I've been super grateful to have this for the past eight years but it is scary it is scary when you have stepped out of something that wasn't serving you created a better lifestyle for yourself and to quote-unquote go backwards, it wouldn't actually be that, which is kind of what I'm getting to here, but to to feel like you're going backwards, to feel like you could be putting yourself in a situation, again, that really doesn't work for you, is scary. With that, I know that given what I've learned to this point in my life, uh, my relationship with stress, my relationship with myself, my relationship with others, that... I, the, getting a full-time job and having a full-time job would look very different than it did eight years ago when I quit and I left that field. Because I also didn't care about that field. There's there's things that I could get into now that I would at least want to support their mission and their vision. And while it may not be mine or my dream, I could still get on board. I could still be doing meaningful tasks and things like that for the business that would still be you know very much in alignment and it wouldn't make me feel like I hate my life or I'm super stressed out or anxious all the time. So that's the second puzzle piece is really like just having that fear around a full-time job and what that means. Now, I've been talking a little bit about full-time job. The other piece of this would be, okay, well, maybe can I just cobble together a few different streams of income? Because that's kind of been the plan to this point is let's do a couple different streams. I've got my coaching. I have uh, the donut business doesn't quite work necessarily as a stream of income. I am still part owner of that, but uh, it's just less straightforward than like getting a monthly payout or something like that. 
I have, I've been driving Uber Eats for the past couple of months now. That's really great because it allows me to keep my flexible schedule. I make a decent amount from that. Like, you know, you get to pay taxes and stuff, but it still comes out to like probably 18 to 20 bucks an hour. So compared to like going, getting a minimum wage part-time job, it is better in that sense. And like I said, it allows me to keep that flexibility so I can still continue to coach and, you know, build other things, have calls with people in the middle of the day, all that stuff. Now, the, and and I'm also not above getting like a, a job at Trader Joe's or something like that. Like that's definitely been in consideration for me. The energy there very much aligns with who I am. Uh, Jesse and I kind of joked about it. Like I would be like literally the perfect Trader Joe's employee, just like very kind, very energetic, uh, just like excited to be like talking to people. And which is funny because I'm quite introverted, but I enjoy people more now because I know how to manage my energy. But the problem with that is even if I'm doing that, yeah, 15 hours a week, I'm driving Uber Eats 15 hours a week, and I'm coaching 10 hours a week or something like that, which is fine and it's manageable from like a working standpoint. It's a little crazy. It's all over the place. But the the other puzzle piece <laughs> that I'm going to bring in for context here is that Jesse and myself, I started that really poorly. We have a our expenses are very high. We have incredibly high expenses because not only do we have student debt, student loan debt, we all we also have credit card debt. And I'm probably going to be making another video and recording to kind of like give fuller context for this. So watch out for that. It's probably going to come after this. I guess there's a chance I would throw it in before this, but um, basically, like <laughs> the way I'm thinking of it is like the anatomy of being joyful yet broke, and how that all came to pass, how we got in this situation. And you guys, you know, if you followed Jesse uh, or have watched any of her YouTube videos, you probably have, or, or you definitely have more context to this than um, just following me up to this point. But the fact of the matter for the sake of this video is that our expenses are really high. That is between student debt, uh, credit card debt, and just like where we're at now, our expenses are really high to meet on a monthly basis. And so the other important thing to add into this here is that because we had many discussions on this and how like frustrating it is but we both deal with some type of chronic health issues. Jesse's are more straightforward than mine, um, but we have food sensitivities and things like that. And so when you're eating gluten-free or dairy-free or both, your grocery bill, for instance, is going to be quite a bit higher than the normal person, even the person that's eating healthy. It's already more expensive to eat healthy than it is to eat unhealthily. But if you're you're eating in a specialty manner, it is much more expensive. And so it's very, very hard because that is already upping our budget. We, we've cut down on supplements quite a bit. Uh, and again, this is like a whole other rabbit hole here when it comes to health and chronic health and things like that. But um, we do still take a handful of supplements. It's nothing like regimens either of us has been on in the past. 
but there is still an added expense there. And so I'm I'm sharing this so you understand a little bit more of my story and my situation. Again, I know there's more details there, but also because I want to speak to anybody listening, watching that deals with chronic illness as well. And just know that this struggle is very real in that sense. And I don't think because not a lot of people talk about it, or at least not what I've been privy to, when you have chronic health conditions, whatever that may look like, and that's, you know, mental, physical, emotional, that's like anything that you have to support, you know, like therapy is an expense. Um, coaching is an expense. Supplements are an expense. Doctor appointments are an expense. Uncovered doctor appointments, you know, things that are not covered by insurance or treatments or therapies, physical therapies that are not covered by insurance. These are all expenses. And when you have chronic health, again, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual conditions, you are going to be paying. There's a, a, a whole nother bucket that you have to worry about for finances than non-chronic health, you know, healthy, chronically healthy individuals have to concern themselves with. So that was a long way of saying this is like a very real part of our journey and another thing that adds to our expenses. So that was a a kind of a long-winded way to paint this picture, but I haven't talked about it much. So it's really important to talk about that in the context of this, because a lot of people, I think their response would be like, just go get a job. Just go get a job at Target. Go, Just go get that job at Trader Joe's. Uh, Just drive Uber Eats full-time or something like that. But it's not that simple because our expenses are so high, I can't just go and get a minimum wage job because that doesn't cut it. (laughs) It's not enough. I feel like I want to make a whole video slash podcast on what it's like to be in debt to just like validate that experience for people because I don't think people talk about how you know, I'll throw the T word in here, like traumatic it is. And I'm, and this is, you know, I'm a privileged individual, right? Like I can only imagine, like I'm, I'm privileged to be in credit card debt. <laughs> and I acknowledge that. Um, but like, and again, Jesse and I have had these conversations about, it's like, if we're in this place, what does that even mean for the, the single mother who is working to feed four kids and has that minimum wage job and can't get anything else because she can't afford an education? And that, it, you know, the list goes on there. Um, but for anybody that's experienced debt, it is a a deeply frustrating and painful experience. And And here's the thing. When it comes to compassion and the compassion that I have for myself, for myself and Jesse as a collective unit for you, if you've experienced debt and for anybody that has, Sure, it does depend how you got there and the decisions that you made. But once you're there and once you're wanting to shift your way of being and get out of that, that is hard. It's really, really hard. And just wanted to briefly extend that here. Like I said, I'm considering maybe doing another uh, recording on this because, yeah, that's really interesting to me. I think it's something that's not talked about nearly enough, but it is really, really difficult. 
you're essentially, you're just treading water until you can get out of debt. And so like all the energy you're exerting is only going to staying afloat and not like swimming to the awesome island that you want to be on. So that was a long little tangent about finances and what that is, but that was hopefully helping you to envision why it's not as simple as just go work full-time at Trader Joe's. It's not going to bring in enough money to the house, to the family budget. All right, so we covered the the fear. We covered the, uh, like, potentially, you know, full-time versus side hustling or many things. And so let's kind of like bring in the bigger vision and the goals there, what that looks like, what that takes from me, what is it that I'm trying to work around, that I'm trying to incorporate, that I'm still trying to maintain time and space for in my schedule. That direction, and I've shared it a little bit here and there, but just to concisely share it here That direction for me is to create community and to have programs and courses to help those similar to me. Passionate humans who want to do amazing work in the world and are trying to make a living and know that they are capable of impacting, creating, serving, earning and just living in this way that is epic as shit but you're struggling to get there so that's gonna like i'm gonna have more of a teaching coaching mentoring guiding component around programs and courses for people like that i have a program like that currently meant for more it's a group coaching program that i want run every few months Kind of, it's on pause for now as I'm shifting things here, but we'll be coming back soon. Uh, And then there's, like I said, the community aspect. This is like my, this is like a bigger vision for me. This is like a long-term thing, and that's why I want to do it justice. I want to really uphold the integrity of my vision for that. The groundwork is laid in terms of my vision of it, my understanding of it, in terms of even the foundational relationships in my life, my friendships, my professional relationships, whether it be collaborators or past clients or current clients, of like how that's going to be put together. And the community is for individuals who, you know, kind of the the individual that I mentioned (laughs) just a minute ago, um, but to feel, to have this sense of belonging, because this is something that I didn't have when I was younger. And only recently, a couple years ago, doing a group coaching program, something that I found, I found people like me, I found people trying to create a life like me, who are living this kind of alternative lifestyle, if you will, like me, trying to follow their hopes and their dreams and their vision and what they know is true for them, but are also trying to stay grounded in the real world and be an active participant in society who are not just going to be a monk on a mountain somewhere. And that's 
fine if that's what you're going to do, but that's not who I'm speaking to specifically. The community is a place for that person to find belonging, to to feel seen and heard from many, many sides, many angles, and to provide a platform, not only a space, but a platform to lean into who they are, who you are, and have the tools, like actual tools in terms of like programs and coursework and stuff like that, but also tools in the in the sense of relationships and the support of others and the encouragement of others. There's a lot more detail to come on this. I'm actually, yeah, working on putting that together soonish. So probably won't have a link in this video or podcast recording, but maybe I'll throw it in there uh, depending on how later down the road you're listening to this or watching this. So check that out in the bio or the, the comments the description, the info, I don't know what the fuck it's called, to see if that link is there and fully describing in more detail what this community is going to be, what it is going to have. Because if you're still listening to this, there's a chance that that's going to be for you. So yeah, quick little aside, if you do want to learn more, feel free to hit me up. I'm really enjoying talking to people about this and seeing people get excited about it and seeing how the idea is not just good because I think it's good, but also because it's been highly, uh, it's been very well received thus far and people are like, oh my God, this is going to be awesome. I could so use this or see how this is going to be great. So yes, feel free to reach out if that's the case. Message me uh, on Instagram is the best way, or which is benjamin.m.fritz, or on emails, ben at benfritzcoaching.com. But that was to paint the picture of what the longer term looks like for me. And so building a community is also something that... I understand is not going to necessarily be like immediately profitable. Again, keeping the integrity, I don't want to force that. I want to build this thing as beautifully and do it as much justice as I possibly can. So I don't want there to be that pressure. What do I need to be doing in order to realize this thing to bring it to life surely whether slowly or quickly um what needs to be done is it's going to be a lot of connecting it's going to be strengthening relationships that are already there creating new relationships this community is going to be uh the way that i've been describing it is a community for the people, by the people. This is not Ben's community. This is not something that I'm going to be uh, kind of like leading, so to speak. Or it's not, like it just—it's going to be created by the people in it. And so, with that, like this is the thing that I'm like most excited about because I think that's beautiful, and I can just like feel how powerful this is going to be because it's going to be just such a collaborative 
but also easeful project thing entity <laughs> um and so yeah it requires a lot of my time in that regard time and energy because i love connecting with people this is seriously the thing that i love the most and could do all day every day but it while energizes me from an emotional mental spiritual level it does physically drain me it is difficult for me to do that all the time or nonstop or whatever my excitement wants me to keep going <laughs> uh, but the reality is that I can only do so much of that I can only cram so much of that into a week and now for doing that in the context of other work this is where things start to get complex because if that is the lifeblood of this vision of this direction if that is the how the foundation is laid for this thing to come alive to be born in the world then that energy must be prioritized and conserved and protected and treated as gold <laughs> because as i've identified that is what makes this thing work if i cannot do that if i cannot connect with others on a deep meaningful level like it comes very naturally to me but does require energy then this thing will not become what it needs to only when i'm doing that will it start to grow and be what it needs to be so i've already started doing that but there is the just the the pure um having a lot going on in terms of trying to do different things to bring in money to make an income like i said at this point it's cobbled between coaching uber eats uh some beacon donuts uh, some crypto, which I've been digging into investments I had made years ago, now using that to kind of patch some holes, and some football content work that I've been doing. And all these things light me up. They don't distract from one another. That's the beautiful thing about being multi-passionate, is if you can do these things in a way that there is, while not on the surface, a synchronous direction uh, if it provides and creates some sort of coherence at an individual mental emotional physical spiritual level which it does for me then it makes sense so all that's been good but it's still falling short and that's the piece with the community is if i like it's taking my energy to get this thing going but i also don't really have as much of that space or as much as i would like in order to be moving in that direction in a way that feels really good without stressing about money and income and things like that so i'm starting to ramble we're like a half hour in now i'm becoming less clear in what my direction is with what i'm sharing and more into a thinking out loud situation which tells me that while i don't hate that uh, it is probably time to start pulling this together and wrapping it up so 
I think we covered mostly where I'm at. I think you have an idea of the complexity of the situation in terms of it's not just as easy as cobble together a few, you know, like minimum wage type things plus my coaching, which is, you know, pays well in terms of like my time and money, like the energetic exchange there is something that feels very good to me. But it just might not be enough at this point with the two things considered, the very short-term needs of meeting like our income needs and the longer term, the community may not be built the way, and, and okay, I mean, maybe we're, maybe we're finding this out here. Maybe it will be built, just not on the timetable that I would admittedly like. You know, if I had it my way, this thing would be up and running by the end of the year. I'm recording this uh, November 8th, so that's like clearly not going to happen. There to, okay. So like what I was thinking through there was... Maybe I just need to come to terms with the fact that this is going to be, uh, you know, a longer haul thing. Like maybe over the course of 2022, this grows into what it needs to be. Despite that feeling really hard for me to let go of like, oh, I had this vision and I know what it looks like and I know what it feels like. So let's just crank it out now. <laughs> um, but... That is going to be the final thing that I offer here and share is there is part of me that is like, well, maybe I do just do that. Maybe I do just spend the next two months putting all my eggs in that basket. I like really lean heavily on the crypto that I had saved up. And while I don't just want to be dumping that because... For any of you in that space, we're only really just getting started, and I know the ceiling is far higher than it is now, but if that filled the short-term need to be able to realize this thing sooner rather than later in, say, the next three to six months, that could be a viable solution as well. So, there we go. I think I kind of lined it all out towards the end. I feel like I started this a little bit more organized and then devolved into a little bit more of a stream of consciousness. So if you were able to hang with me, first of all, thank you, but also props to you for (laughs) being able to do so. And yeah, I'll just kind of invite again, you know, I'm very open to thoughts, feedback, uh, you know, constructive criticism of thought process or how I'm going about things, or maybe you even have an idea of some type of a work or job that I should be looking for. I could do in the meantime that would kind of like fill a need here. I would love to hear any and all of those things. If not, that's totally cool too. I just appreciate you hanging out. And if you're on a similar journey, of course, shoot me a message. Let's connect purely for the sake of supporting one another. And yeah, and then of course, you know, let me know if there's anything I can do for you. 
I more than happily provide information about the community or even my Meant for More group coaching program, which will, like I said, be running sooner rather than later, most likely. Um, But yeah, thoughts, questions, concerns, feedback, or just some love. I'm open to all. Thank you so much for hanging out. I will talk to you soon. Much love, Benjamin.